Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Hope you're doing great. Not just well, great, awesome. If you were on the trip. Okay, the myth of easy. We're talking about the myth of easy. How that leads to the existential angst, which then leads to envy and jealousy. And then we start photocopying other people onto ourselves. We wake up one morning and all we really are is a collection of a whole bunch of other people. If you're not careful, it's who we are. We just like, we have some expressions that other people would say. Some of us are in careers because it was someone else's career that we thought was successful, so we copied it. We look at people, and we've spoken about this here before for sure, but it's even harder now because now people can fake it better. In the old days, like you were you. So if you live this perfect life, you have to get up early in the morning and get yourself dressed and do the whole thing and go outside and pretend everything is great. You don't got to do that now. You just got to take a picture of yourself with the right filters or take a hundred and get the one with the perfect angle that doesn't actually represent you and post it. Perfect. Now I get to watch people. And also back when in the old days, like, who did you envy? People lived in your community. No more. And you get now we get to look at everybody never ends go <laughs> just watch people scroll that, that's by the way one of the reasons why I take the train I need to get material from somewhere I need, I need material I get to ride the train home and just look around just oh my gosh Instagram just scrolling 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 I, I'm not for three minutes and for the New Yorkers from Jamaica all the way like, really, Penn Station to Jamaica. 25, 26 straight minutes. Like, it's un, it's like a sport. You can cover the world and back. You can see friends. You can see celebs. You can see whatever you want. Just envy. And if you're sort of like TGIF in your life, and your career is not getting you what you want, Nothing better. Live it by watching someone else. Maybe that's why the Torah teaches us. Lo sachmod. Do not envy. Don't look. Yeah. Don't look. Don't look at someone else's life. Don't look at someone else's stuff. Don't look. Because if you look over and you feel jealous, you have violated one of the Ten Commandments. I just want to say that slower because it is so counter our culture. God is going to get in my in my space and tell me how to think. Yeah. He will. Because your space is his space. And God built you, and He knows 
you start looking over and you're never tapping into yourself. You start feeling envious, that is like you are blocking. It's one thing to think life is easy. That's like, you know, a roadblock. You start looking and start envying people, man, that's a brick wall. Because once you start envying, you start saying something wrong with me, and then it leads to ingratitude, and the whole thing starts to come come tumbling down. I don't have enough. I'm not enough. This isn't enough. This isn't fair. Why did I get that kid, that spouse, that deal? Why am I not smarter? Why don't my parents have more money? Blah, 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 blah. Which is just an excuse to not tap into your to who you are. Which begins by not wanting to be uncomfortable. Lends itself all the way to a world of other people. And now comes circling back to woe is me. And once you get to woe is me. Now you've taken it. I need it to be easy to I can't win. Because of something outside me. Once you allow that progression to continue and you get to the world of woe is me and people live here. In fact, I was reading Esposito again. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I think it's Esposito. Hope I didn't like confuse him with a baseball player when I was growing up. And he spoke about this in his book. It was fascinating. He spoke about how your brain, for many people, their brains feel more comfortable being a victim than being a victor. He didn't use those exact words, but that was what he was saying. Meaning, for some people, and by the way, we know people like this. Maybe we are people like this. But you know that person when you're like, come, let's go outside. Like, nah. No, 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 come, let's do this. Nah. You know that you know that, that that dynamic. We're gonna go do this thing. Nah. Let's try this. Nah, I don't. That's not. Nah. Or better. Ready? That person wants to make up with you. And rekindle the friendship. Nah, they don't. No, they do. I'm not interested. Why? I'm not interested. Why? So he speaks about this, it's awesome, because your brain is programmed to be a victim. And you get a hit for that, like a, a, like a dopamine hit. You get something, for, like your brain feels comfortable in victimhood. You know people like this? Or, do, or we are like this sometimes? We feel comfortable in that, in the bask, we feel comfortable basking in the emotions of woe is me or victimness that's a more comfortable feeling than I gotta use my effort to enjoy myself to have what I want once your brain starts to get used to being a victim it's hard to break it because your brain loves being comfortable and there's an emotion that comes along with being a victim. There's a comfort with that. There's a familiarness with that. You can always turn it on. There's always somebody that's hurting you. Life is always too hard. Right? It's, you can have everything. 
and always feel like you've got nothing. Right? And sometimes if you hear certain people, you'll you'll listen to their problems and you'll be like, Oh my gosh. It sounds like they're just from the way they talk, it sounds like they're just going through Auschwitz. They're talking about painting their seventh bedroom in their house. Like how did this like if I didn't if I didn't list like I don't understand that's the painter didn't show up and there's a lot of shades of grey I'm just being a little hyperbolic just so that I know that it's no one it's no one's life that's much I don't think anyone does that some people maybe but not really this idea that we feel comfortable being a victim we feel comfortable losing we feel comfortable when it's someone else's fault that's a comfortable feeling blaming a lack on something else there are political parties based on this there are political policies based on this there are rallies based on this if you play, if you play close attention pay pay close attention when there's ever there is a presidential election season and ask yourself is there a victim rally cry here somebody else is the reason for our problems it feels good it feels comfortable to say that i feel like I'm not enough because of you. That feels good. That feels real good. Now, once I get to that space, the reason why I'm not working harder is not because of me. It's because of you. That's guilt-free. That's guilt-free comfort, man. That's that's you. And you, you got to order that from room service, man. That's guilt-free comfort. I'm not working to bring out my greatness. You know why? Because of you. Because when I was 15, I didn't get picked. Or when I was this, or growing up, my parents, or lately my this or my that, or this happened or that happened, or whatever it is. My boss doesn't give me the opportunities that are coming my way. And if you have no one to blame, you know who you should blame? God. If there's no one left, just blame him. Just blame him. Once we get to that space, we're all in that space at one point, some more than others. Once we get to that space, I'm a victim. I can't. It's too big. It's somebody else's fault. We're out. You know where we learned this from for the first time? To quote the words of the great Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of blessed memory, and we learned this for the first time. First man, first woman. Remember the story? God puts him Adam and Eve in the garden. Life's perfect. Perfect. The setting is perfect. Foods on the house. The, you know, the Medrash says that the angels would be barbecuing for them and giving them food and tending to them. They were the king and the queen of 
the world. The animals bowed to them. The angels bowed to them. Life was perfect. And the snake says, eat from the wrong tree. Eve does, Adam does, God says, what happened? So the way we understand the story is that Adam ate from the tree, so God kicked him out of But if you look deeper into the commentaries, many of them say that, that it wasn't, what got Adam kicked out wasn't that he ate from the tree. And if you look at the words of Ray Jonathan Sachs, he has a book called, I think it's called Heal the World, something like, it's something in those, the word healed and the word the world is in the title. It's a yellow-covered book, if anyone's interested. It's awesome. Really, it's awesome. It's worth the buy. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. Oh, it's called The Heal of Fractured World. If I'm, if I'm remembering this correctly. And in that book, he explains that the first sin of man wasn't that they ate from the apple? So when God came to ask Adam what happened, you know what he said? Remember? It's my wife's fault. Can you imagine? He blames his wife. And God's like, uh-uh. Even I can't save you from that. Like, you didn't just do that. I didn't just see you do that. Oh, man. That never ends well. It's my wife's fault. You know what she says? It's the snake's fault. You know what they both played? The victim. I, 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 I well, what do you want from me? You told, I mean, again, this is Adam and Eve, but this is from what our understanding of him. We don't, we don't really know Adam specifically or Eve specifically. What we learned from it? I was like, what do you want from me? Like, I'm not able to say no to the wrong thing. I was only created by you. No, I, I didn't have the capacity to say no. It's her fault. She made me. I'm going to say no to my wife. He's like, what do you want? Like, I don't know. I don't have the ability to say no to the snake, who was really the evil inclination. And God's like, what? You, ki- you kidding? Because I sort of built you to be independent creatures. With me inside there. You know that, right? You know you're built with me. Like, you know what's inside you is a piece of me, right? You're aware, you're aware of that? Like, you're aware of, the, like, the stuff that you're made of is divine energy? Like, you really, you could say no. You know you have the ability to say no, right? Like, you know you could have done whatever you wanted? Like, you're, 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 you're cool with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a victim. Ah, uh, is that what it is? You don't have control? Interesting. Okay, guess what? Victims, they're out. Because once you're a victim, you cut yourself from your own self. You can't be in the Garden of Eden in life if you're a victim. Once you cut that, you got to uncut that. Because the more you're a victim, you don't live in the Garden of Eden. And that's why the com- some of the great commentators say that more than God kicked Adam out of the Garden, Adam kicked God out of the Garden. Because Adam kicked out the godliness that was in within him, from him. Because you can live in the Garden of Eden every day of your life. If you choose. And when we choose to live with the godliness that is within us, we live 
so to speak, in the Garden of Eden. But when we choose to cut out God, and there is no clearer way to cut God out than to say, I'm a victim, which means I'm not in control, which means I don't have an infinite source inside me. It all stems. It all flows. It's connected. I want it to be easy. I don't know how to access me. I see other people winning. I don't know how come they get it so easy because, I don't know, isn't television an accurate description of someone's life? It's not. You mean I listened to the podcast for like six episodes. Wasn't that representative of the 40 years of this person's life, most of which will never make it to anything because it took place behind closed doors as he or she was working? Oh, I thought that... Oh, I didn't realize that Schultz fixed Starbucks again in the transfer. I thought he just like, because it was like 24 minutes from when he realized that Starbucks was failing to where he got it back. I, I, oh, really? To wait, if it's easy for everybody, not me, what's wrong with me? Why do they have it good? To, I can't. To, it's because of you I can't. Ah, oh, that feels good. That feels good. It's because of you I can't. That feels real good. You got a donut? You pass donuts? Your ice cream in there? Oh, yeah. You have an hour for me to sit around and pontificate with my buddies as to what's wrong with the world? I'm, well, I got nothing else to do. Why don't I pretend I'm the President of the United States? Why don't I do that? Because what else do I got going on? You're the reason why I'm not more successful, right? Somebody is. So let's sit around for an hour and just talk about it. What do you think? I got nothing to do. I got a cup of coffee. Let's sit in the coffee room for an hour and talk about either someone else's greatness or what the ills of the world so that I can pontificate to you, which means nothing in real life, and you too. But hey, it's not our fault that we're not more. Isn't it someone else? It's fun to be a victim. You don't got to do anything. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm not downplaying real victims. No way. There's some people that went through stuff. To be fair. Some real stuff. I'm not talking about them. God bless those people. They should have every bit of strength that they need to overcome stuff. And there are people that went through stuff when they were young. Like bad. There's some people that went through stuff. We ain't talking about those people. I'm talking about people that just became victims because life got a little bit too much. And it was hard to push. And they think, we all think, I'm like they, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm with them. We're all the same. We're all the same. We all have these moments. I'm just going to call them out and be real with them. Okay, team. Have an awesome day. With God's help, we can't wait to see you again tomorrow.